the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Pressures, trials, tribulations. We all go through them. Well, what is the divine purpose for these pressures? We'll talk about that today here on Truth For Today. Pressures, trials, tribulations. It's not a matter of if, but when. That's just a given fact. Knowing the life we have on this planet, the fallen world we live in, our human nature, we suffer through it all. But is there a divine purpose for those pressures? And if so, what is it? These are the questions that our teacher and pastor, Phil Howard, is answering today, here on Truth For Today. Here's Pastor Phil with today's program. Turn to James, if you would. James, a servant of God. This is a half-brother of Jesus also. And of the Lord Jesus Christ. To the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. The dispersion was the twelve tribes were scattered out of Jerusalem. These are Christian Jews suffering for the faith fired from their jobs, disinherited from their family inheritance. And so they're scattering, being martyred, killed. James will eventually be beheaded in the city of Jerusalem. He's saying, you people suffering under great persecution and have scattered. He said, greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers. When you meet trials of various kinds. How many of you naturally do that? Yippee, another trial. Thank you, Lord. I wanted cancer. Thank you, Lord. I wanted to meet that person that is like a rattlesnake in their temperament. It's a divine perspective on their problems that James is saying. As God's people, the divine perspective is right here. Counted all joy. And that word counted, uh, the exegesis of that is consider, regard. uh, It calls for mental evaluation. You cannot be governed by your emotions and make it through life. I want to feel good. Well, if you just always want to feel good, you'll probably quit thinking good. You've got to think good to legitimately feel good. You see, I grew up where we felt good. We just weren't taught the Bible. But man, we could sing we, we could have some wonderful services. We'd get happy. We just didn't know much. No, count it. Think it through. Here he is talking to 
people are suffering religious persecution. He's saying, think it through, think it through. I want you to get a divine perspective. God never wastes a trial on his people. God never wastes a heartache on his people. He doesn't consider it all joy. Now, if you just have that, I say you've got to know when to use scripture. You know, if your wife's about to die, don't come in the room and read this verse. I'm counting it all joy, honey, that you're dying. It's a little misapplied. Or saying, well, all things are working for good. Now, you, you better get that in your theology. Don't do a funeral on that, would you? Well, we know our brother died young. We know he's run over by a truck, but it all is working for good. Now, the theology's true. God's in charge of everything. But when our hearts need to be comforted, we don't need to use these verses. But count it all joy when you call, fall into variegated trials. It was actually a word used of multicolored, like the robe of Joseph. When they come in all shades of varieties, uh, when they come upon you, be counting the joy. And he said, when you fall in, and it's the word that was used of the men that fell on the man on the Jericho Road. It was used of the robbers. They just ambushed you. And you could be going along in life, and all of a sudden you feel ambushed. Uh, job is in, in jeopardy. Kids could be in trouble. Health could be in trouble. Persecution could be going on. And he's saying, listen to me, listen to me. I want you to think it through, count it, count it, reckon it, think it through. God's up to something. God's up to something in my life. Now, what is it? If you're an emotional wreck and you've already, well, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care. It's out of control. I'm the, no, no, no. You, you start living on feeling. You start living on doubt. He said, no, think it through. What is God up to? And then he says, let me tell you the divine purpose, the divine purpose for these trials. I'm telling you the perspective, and it seems painful. It's not like mind over matter. It's not like positive thinking. No, no. I'm telling you to think this way because of the divine purpose of God at work in you. What is that purpose? What is the purpose of hard times, of afflictions? It's been interesting to watch this church respond to the pandemic, uh, respond to a transition where we get into a personality contest, where we turn the elders into gorillas, and we despise, we believe in submission as long as you do what I want. Everybody believes submission as long as you tell me what I want to hear. But don't dare tell me what I don't want to hear because I ain't submitting you here. We know you rebel. 
We know you non-spirit-filled believer. We know it's not in your vocabulary. That's why you can't teach young women today about submission. It's anathema. And the way it's been taught has been anathema. It's not been taught submit like Christ submitted to the Father. Submit, not give up your opinion. Respond to a husband as he follows Christ and you will be one happy woman. I don't hear any amen. That's all right. Keep no. I'm back. You can amen. You don't amen the other guys. I know I sat here. I, I don't believe in a quiet church. I'm sorry. I'm not a Presbyterian. I'm not trying to be. They wouldn't have me anyway. They only get brilliant men. What do you do? I think of B.B. Warfield, not King, B.B. Warfield. A brilliant Princetonian theologian whose wife had a stroke shortly after they got married. And B.B. Warfield nursed his wife for 40 years of marriage, left his classes every day to attend to a wife. Now, couldn't God have spared him a wife having a stroke? Why does God give some of the trials he gives people? I just uh, uh, was looking at some notes. I, I looked up several things. And uh, Danny and Roger and my other brother... Uh, Spurgeon said that our work is more than mental work. It's heart work. So the devil loves to break the heart of church people because once you break our heart, you broke the instrument of ministry. I've seen some of you, oh, my heart for ministries died. I, I got hurt. I got misunderstood. You mean you stopped over being hurt? You stopped. Because someone was critical, you'll never, you'll never serve. Where were you promised immunity from criticism? That's the price of leadership. Everybody's got an opinion, but not everybody would do the work. Everybody would tell you how to do it, but they won't do it. My dad said, that a mule can't pull and kick at the same time. And some of you are better at kicking than pulling. You need to learn to pull. Piper said, when the heart is breaking, we must labor with a broken instrument. Spurgeon said, it would be a very sharp and trying experience to me to think that I have an affliction which God never sent me. That the bitter cup was never filled by a nail-scarred hand. That my trials were never measured out by him, nor sent to me by his arrangement of their weight and quantity. And here is the greatest preacher of the English-speaking world whose sermons today are the most read sermons of any man in print in English. This 1800s Baptist preacher in the slums of London, 
who, after he married, he and the wife wanted children. She gets pregnant with a set of twins. She has twin boys. After that, a gynecologist did a procedure on Mrs. Spurgeon that left her an invalid the rest of her life. And so for 35 years, Spurgeon's dear wife couldn't hear the greatest preacher in the English language. She stayed home in a wheelchair. Couldn't God have spared Spurgeon? And what did Mrs. Spurgeon do? Did she sour as a bitter woman? No, she started the library for all poor English preachers and sent her husband's books to all of them free from her wheelchair. She got a secretary and sent out books all over England so that poor preachers would have something to read. Listen to this. William Carey, I thank you boys going to Liberia. Carey was our first, was our first missionary to India, and he was a Calvinist. He believed in limited atonement, and he took on the English Baptists for their limited view and their non-missions view. So he's the one who said to five preachers, if you men will hold the rope in England, I will go down in the mine pit. You hold the rope, I'll go down. But when he went, he went in 1793. He lost his five-year-old son, his wife became mentally ill as soon as they got there. She was so reluctant to even go with him. At first, she wasn't going to go. And while he was on the ship that had been delayed, they decided to go. But she broke when she got there. He labored seven years from one convert. Seven years. Uh, but when he passed off the scene, oh, oh, he, he was a Bible translator, never went to college or seminary, but he learned, uh, and he did a Sanskrit, because the Indian people said, we won't buy it as being high caste unless it's written in Sanskrit. He made, in his life, 40 Bible translations, and when he had many of them done, the printing press and publishing house caught fire, so he had to do everything all over again. Where was God? Couldn't God protect his word? Couldn't he protect him? He started over. He did it. And when he died, he left his 40 translations for all Chinese, Sanskrit, all the various dialects in India. Just an English cobbler boy that learned Hebrew and Greek on his own and went over there. But he was not immune. He was not immune from trial. Adoniram Judson went to Burma, 1814. He lost a six-month-old baby boy 
spent a year and a half in a death prison. He lost his wife from fever and he suffered a mental breakdown. And when he had the mental breakdown, I read the book To the Golden Shore by Leif Anderson. Uh, by Anderson, not Leif, by Anderson to the Golden Shore. He uh, wandered around in the desert, or rather in the jungles, because he's so out of his head, he spent that way for a year, they never knew if he'd come back. And he waited five years to lead one man to Christ. God's people have never been immune from trials. And uh, sometimes we are the windiest Christians I've ever seen. None of you have ever buried a child because you went to such a danger. You act so scared of just COVID-19 as though it's religious persecution. It's pitiful, the attitudes. And you go on Facebook, that ought to be an instrument of encouragement, and you go on and you gossip and you blast and you run down the elders and you run down this. You know what? God forgive you for your, for your slanderous gossip. Don't own a Facebook if you can't say anything positive on it. It's a coward's platform. And you can't fire me. I'm guest speaker. So don't, 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 don't get all brave. Uh, you're going to get rid of me too late. I've been saying this stuff 50 years. That's not new. That's why you got indigestion when you found out I was preaching. <laughs> the purpose. Why? Why? I wrote down 13 reasons why God has sent trials to people. I didn't know if you wanted it for your Thanksgiving meal. But uh, I may share. Let me tell you what James said. James said, count it joy. Because God's at work in these various trials. You know that he's testing your faith. He's seeing if it's genuine. Because this test produces steadfastness. And it was a word to remain under. Hupomone. And it was to build up endurance, steadfastness, patience. Um, it's, it's hard. And let steadfastness have its full effect. What is the full effect of remaining under? You will become perfect or mature. You will arrive at the goal God intended. And you will be complete in your character. God wants to make you a complete character and he's designed the various kinds of trials that will complete you in Christian character and um, uh, you know I never pray for patience because I don't want to pay the price to get it <laughs> he usually gives you some trials to go through and are you going to remain under you know what I, I see guys like Dino and my brother here, some of you guys are so buffed, it's sickening. Uh, you know, I, I just say, uh, why so off? And, I mean, Dino's like a rock. 
Uh, when he is watching, when he walks with me, nobody greets me in the church. And so, you know, I, I wish he would stay away so that I could have some friends. But uh, it, you see that body is so built. You see, I, I don't like exercise. I grew up in Richmond playing basketball, street ball, and my view of exercise, who can we beat? You know, let's beat somebody. No, no, let's just push weights. Nobody just, you've got to be kidding. I've had so many memberships of which I went one day. And that first day I did everything. Never, I said, I'm never going back. Take me three weeks to heal. Guess what? You don't want to feel my arms or you feel spaghetti. No, to build muscle, you've got to remain under. You've got to keep adding the weight. Uh, my son-in-law, Matt Harper, back in uh, South Carolina, uh, he's now, because uh, Lizzie bought him for him for Christmas, he has these 60-pound, you know, what? Are you kidding? I mean, I'd have a double hernia. That is not made for human beings. You got to keep your muscles strong. I said, well, I got a gut. So not your gut, your arms. I'm out of shape. I'm out of shape. And I don't want to get in shape. If I did, it would hurt. I'd have to stretch. I'd have to put weight. And that's why some of you are just a bag of wind ready to be blown out. Because you're not in shape. I mean, mouth exercise is all you get. And James said, I don't want a bunch of Twinkies professing the faith. I'm going to get you and teach you to remain under pressure. Until you grow up. I think in our closet at home, uh, all my grandchildren, we've got uh, measuring places in our master bedroom closet that start at 12 inches. And now with coal, they go to 6'8". Okay? And, and we always are measuring grandchildren. Come on in here. Uh, I mean, Lila, the day one of our great-grandsons is two. And, and then they just... I mean, wow, when did she turn that age and, and that height? Would it not be something if at 16 we're still measuring them down here? And see, we got a lot of people in church. They're still infants. They're tossed to and fro by everything. Everything. They're always getting ready to leave. They're always about to get offended. They're always ready just to resign. They're all, you can't build, you can't build a chicken coop with them. They're floating water. The moment it gets a little hard, it must not be God's will. The moment you bury your wife and you go insane because you're grieving her and you're wandering in the jungle, God must not want you in Burma. Yes, He does. Yes, He does. 
Just because you're thrown in the fiery furnace doesn't mean it's not the will of God. But the fourth man is greater than the flame. The fourth man can get you through. And we got so many wimpy Christians that make me sick and they make the Lord sick. He's spewing them out of his mouth. Give me a tribe, people. We used to sing, some through the water, some through the flood, some through great trials, but all through the blood. God leads his dear children along in shady green pastures and all the day long. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Our time today spending God's Word to encourage you, to bring you truth for today. If you have questions or comments about our time together, we would invite you to write to us. You can either visit our website and drop us an email, write to us via U.S. mail, or give us a call. Another way to reach out to us with your questions would be to simply record them on your voice memo app on your smartphone, and then email that audio to tftquestions at valleybible.org. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. Our website, truthfortodayradio.org. And if you're writing to us, the address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. If you have questions about the ministry of Truth For Today and how we are funded to air on this radio station, we would love to talk with you. We are listener-supported, quite simply, and no gift is too small, no gift is too large. Whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly gift, it all goes back into the radio ministry, ensuring that it airs on this radio station. So would you consider that as you reach out to us here at Truth For Today? And then we invite you to come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, Three-star general Michael J. Flynn. Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.